This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's a man out there, he's a podcast host. Some say he is a chipmunk. No one knows for sure, but what we know is true Is that he dreams of mics of gold He hasn't won it yet, never even came close He always gets the turdy Will he ever win? Are his dreams in vain? Well, as he dreams of mics of gold. Well, as he dreams of mics of gold. Well, as he dreams of mics of gold. Damn, haunting. Very beautiful, right? Was that actually Sting? Was that Sting? Or no, it wasn't. Because it'd be cool. Sting uh, covered yeah, his own by... song. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a guy named Matthew Jasper. Uh, I told you this was a Sting parody before it played. You're British. He's British. So, like, I don't know. Thoughts? When's the last time you guys hung out since you're both British? Uh, Well, the thing is, we have our annual British meetups. Uh, it got moved to Zoom, though, which is where, like, no. any... En- yeah, you can't really Yeah, so it wasn't the same. So I saw him on Zoom no. last time. Yeah. Uh, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't count, right? No, no, it doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, so it would have been like 2019 last time I saw and hung out with wow. Sting. It's still pretty recent. It's <laughs> uh, still fairly recent. But, uh, but, you know, I met so many people that day that, um, you know, it's hard to hard to know but we do yes we do know everyone everyone uh, emily blunt came around for dinner I, yesterday so <laughs> i know i know sting vaguely because everyone knows sting but like i don't know much about sting what's his deal he was just like a musician and then he said his name was sting and then he just performed as sting and everyone was like that's all right that's sting now or is, was he part of a band do you guys know anything about sting I, was, I know the police right that was yeah he, yeah Sting's he was part band. of the police oh that's yeah, right yeah. that's yeah. right yeah, I, yeah. I I really admire that about uh, musicians because they can just pick a name like a it doesn't even have to be like remotely relevant and it's fine mm. like as an actor or like a comedian or whatever it would be super weird to just pick a name you know just a single one yeah. like I'm book okay like, yeah that's cool because <laughs> I always book the role yeah yeah that's cool. I mean like, it, it, like yeah get it makes more probably makes more sense than Sting I mean what's Sting got to do with <laughs> you know I guess a musical Sting. But then he's already, be, oh, that's good. Yeah, musical sting. But he's already part of a band called The Police. So now it's like within the band name, he's also has a name in addition to the oh, band yeah. name. Usually it's I looked like, it up on Wikipedia. Sting gained his nickname after his habit of wearing a black and yellow jumper with hooped stripes with the Phoenix Jazzmen. Um, okay, so 
so I guess um, they thought that's, he looked like a bumblebee. That's just what he was wearing that day. It's not related. So they saw him anything. in an outfit that made him look like a wasp. And then <laughs> I see. But he didn't yeah. have to go with waspy. <laughs> he yeah. went with Sting. Um, so that was a parody of Fields of Gold. Actually, this guy's in Melbourne, Australia. Hey, yes. um, Shout out. And he wants to plug his podcast called Unpacked, which is a comedy travel show where the guests tell him about their weirdest and worst times overseas. That's pretty good. That sounds Australian. That sounds very Australian. I've got some family in yeah. Australia. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> they I can... love talking about overseas. Yeah. Yeah. And they're good travelers. Yeah. So, and they do it like, yeah, they'll like backpack through patagonia or some shit so something bad's gonna yeah. happen it's the same as you guys though whenever americans or australians come over to the uk and i we're always like oh you know they're like oh let's go to london and i'm like oh that's like an hour away and they're like yeah that's like super close for us you know whereas <laughs> whereas over here i'm like oh, an hour Pff, nah boring that's yeah. far away whereas in australia everything is a minimum of an hour away like your At next least, door neighbor yeah, right. is an hour away in australia yeah. <laughs> like it's so spaced out <laughs> Where are you right now? You're in the UK, but not in No, I am in Manchester. There's Um, actually other cities in the UK, which is crazy. Yes. Many. many. Are you a Manchester United fan? Manchester City? Neither? No. No, I'm not. Neither. Neither, 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 neither. I moved here a few years ago. Who's your footy club? My my footy (laughs) club uh, is, is... If you don't mind me asking, actually. The Gunners. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan. Uh, Whoa, oh, with the yeah. American accent coming out. Well, I just thought it would make everyone understand better. I feel like, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. wanna, I don't yeah. want to get confused. You don't want this to, to get, do. yeah, you don't want this to get muddled. You want this yeah. loud I know and a proud, bunch of Americans. Clear. I know a bunch of Americans who are Arsenal fans. Like, what's the correlation between, like, hipsters in LA and Arsenal? Uh, like, why are there Arsenal fans in my Twitter timeline? Um... I mean, it's a very self-sustained club, so maybe if you're looking for like an eco-friendly club in the UK, maybe the, uh, that's why the hipsters are going is. for it. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> it's green. Yeah, it's super green, even though They're it's carbon very red. neutral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have a low footprint for sure. Um, but no, we were like very, very, very good. Um, like early, like late '90s, early '90s. So like a lot of, uh, I feel like a lot of people in sort of like a generational bracket from like who I reckon are like t- sort of I don't know like mid 20s to like mid 40s at the moment like there's a lot of us in that bracket I think oh and so like why you like almost the like... Lakers Amir or the Bulls well yeah why no. people like the Bulls right yeah, yeah exactly. like the, yeah, the, the, the that heyday yeah. in the 90s yeah, yeah. but then usually like the best player leaves and everyone forgets about the team that's what's going on in basketball now like people just follow lebron from team to team there's no cleveland cavaliers fans left that's i just thought like, yeah you have a strange structure in america though i feel like whereas i, I was actually thinking about this earlier like uh how because like america gained independence like it was like 260 something 66 years ago something like that yeah, I'm, yeah, seventeen seventy six. July fourth, so, seventeen seventy six. Yeah. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. <laughs> this is usually well, what did I hear. stop? What did Jasper, I do? <laughs> we always do the pledge of allegiance at the beginning of the show. All right, okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll sit this one out, given my Britishness. Like it no. might get weird. No, no, no. no. I'll, I'll, I'll chat you. I'll chat you the uh, text. One second. We should all say it. <laughs> Yeah, and Jay, can you please leave in the under God part? I know that's been sort of taken some of the heat. And yeah, some schools have removed it, but we really have to say under God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so extreme. I love it. We used to do that 
in like elementary school. It was it wasn't even a public I, school. I imagine it was like they a still private do. School. Yeah, like you stand, you stand up, up, cover and your you heart, face a flag, and you face the flag, yeah, and, and you say, pledge. Yeah, you say <laughs> oh, you pledge. <laughs> you it's the same thing with us, except you have to sing "God Save the Queen." So it's exactly every day. N- though? Well, uh, in some schools, yeah, like fully, you would sing "God Save the Queen" in the mornings and stuff. Like Wild. that'd be wow. yeah. Like we had. You know, R.I.P. Prince Philip recently passed away. Um, please That's all right. bow your heads. He was a please real Please all one. bow your heads. I'm, <laughs> take um, off your hat, Jay. You take off one. your hats, yeah, please. <laughs> For sure. uh, um, but that was like days of mourning, and it was like two minute silences for like at sports games and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it was, it's a big, big old deal. Uh, yeah. I never even thought of it as like what it was, which was like literally pledging your allegiance mm. to the flag. Like for me, it was just like, let's stand up and yell, yell this poem now. And I'm six <laughs> and I don't know what any of these words mean. But now that I think about it, it's like pretty fucked up that they made us. Yeah, I always find it super weird. I'm like, why are we praying to God to save the queen? Like, is she in immediate danger? Like, what's the, is she always in immediate danger? Like, she's a pretty healthy, like, woman. Like, it's, what's the problem here? Why is Probably because of the song. Saving? It's because of the song. She gets yeah. power from the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'll never die. Yes, keep going. Keep singing. <laughs> Sing louder. Sing louder. louder. <laughs> yes. She's, she starts aging in reverse <laughs> as you guys yell more. It was actually her in the crown. She's just uh, place herself <laughs> Benjamin Button yeah. style. Uh, the point I was the point I was trying to make about the football teams was that the uh, yeah. like the I think Arsenal, if I'm not wrong, is something like 135 years old. So like some of these yeah. clubs are like some of them are like 200 years old. Do you know what I mean? So it's like mm. it's wild to think how long they've been around. And so it's like a really like a generational thing. Um, and this yeah. is the re- this is the sense. reason why I raz jake so hard for sporting tottenham because like come on you spurs yeah but glory, that's, that's glory, the thing like, <laughs> please stop it's making me Sorry. want to vomit <laughs> uh but we but like this is the thing is like both of our clubs right now are in a very firm level of mediocrity like it's it's painful to watch them at yeah. times our arsenal's so, a little further lower than the mediocrity but i get i take the i take the point I take yeah the point. Sure. It makes sense. Uh, sure. Uh, we don't care about cup finalists. And, yeah, and and we're in the Europa League semi-final respect. tonight, so why don't you just go ahead? You got beaten by some... Uh, some uh, by Man City. By Man City. I think that's an honorable Oh, in the loss. Carabao Cup, yeah, but in the Europa League, you, it was a... It was a uh, man. Yeah, but, you know, we, were, we had our eye on the prize of the trophy that we felt like we could win. Which you didn't too, many, get. too many cups, too many leagues. Like, what is oh, yeah, going on? I would agree. These teams are playing, I would agree. like, nine things at the same this time. Is a, this is like, a correction. Focus on the fucking NBA or the... NFL. Now it's like actually they're playing in twelve other side tournaments during the year. Yeah, there is a few. Track. There is a few. This is a big thing, though. I I wanted to say like on air, if I may, uh, Jake. One small Please. correction. Uh, you always yeah. say hardware. Hardware. When talking about a trophy, and I, and I feel like it's something. That, did you just do my accent? <laughs> did you just? That's wait. an American thing for sure. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, every time Jake says it, I've tried to. I've like I've I've internalized it every time, but it hurts me. Like it's what silverware. Do we, what do you call it? Not hard. Silver. I literally the other day I got so annoyed. I was listening to the show and I wrote down in capital letters on a piece of paper silverware. Wow. I was and just on like, the other oh, side of that, please. it's a picture of my face with a bunch of dart marks in it. <laughs> oh, sorry, shit. you weren't supposed to see that side. You weren't supposed to see um, that side. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's but silver is second place. I don't want silverware. That's no, but, second place wear. We have fancy trophies that have been around for a long time and are actually made out of real silver, like uh, which is a very like precious metal. And see, in the U.S. 
first place is gold, second yeah. place is silver. You but know, it's a but, bit, but gold actually is an inferior metal. Like it's soft, uh, it like decays super easy. Silver's a very sturdy piece of, of, of we metal. We should switch it for the Olympics. It should Where be does switched. bronze range uh, in terms of like, where do you rank that? bronze is yeah bronze is metal yeah i mean yeah i think i think i mean bronze is probably the sturdiest of all of them right like we use Jeez, bronze from i don't know what to but not, like, it's, it's not about sturdiness it's about uh rarity isn't it it's it's about the the, the rare metal gold yeah, yeah. Is... true true actually i do take your point arsenal are the only team to have a golden premier league trophy because we went a whole season <laughs> unbeaten so actually now i think about it yeah let's go for gold wow <laughs> really? not like go for golden gold. mic yeah oh, it brings yeah. it all full circle like to the golden, golden mic, mic that i was teased about in the opening theme song i i did i did shout that guy out what i you didn't did. do was introduce you jasper and oh, i don't hey. think i don't think i ever said who you are where you're from what you're doing here we i just, just got invited you to a zoom fire. i have no yeah. idea what i am doing who you are um thanks for having yeah. me i guess this is one of those british meetups that you thought you were having with yeah. sting but it's actually with two american blokes, <laughs> blokes. Um, <laughs> from the other side of the pond talking yeah. about hardware just oh man i get that chats. so often the other side of the pond that's like the most frequent like re- like things like, oh you're from you're over the pond i'm like what do you mean it's not a pond it's like a friggin' huge ocean like that's like me saying over the pond to france it's still like quite a d- lot of sea in between us yeah i mean so we like to say it yeah but British well, we don't, don't say it the, we don't say it. it the other way you don't meet somebody from like japan and say oh you're from across the pond because yeah yeah it's it's that's less, a different pond yeah it's a different bond. bond. It is a bigger bond. That is. That is um, true. So Jasper is one of the co-hosts of Headgum's newest D&D podcast, Three Black Halflings. Hey-o. Um Jake, I don't know if you feel threatened by another Dungeons & Dragons podcast on Headgum slash on this podcast right now, yeah. but hopefully you guys can get along. Yeah, no, I didn't feel that threatened until I like saw their traffic start to go up, and now I'm pretty nervous. So mm. You should be. Um, you should be, yeah. really, because, cool. you know... Uh, we, you know, we're, uh, we're probably going to be bigger than Adpod. Give it like a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we this have... This is what I'm talking about, dude. They're coming for our jobs. Like, we have to secure our borders. Otherwise, like, all these <laughs> the British, British podcasters. Yeah. It's the British invasion. It's actually how the do, British invasion. How do you secure a, po- a, a border against radio waves? Like, I... Cause, cause... Yeah, it's all on the back end. We have to talk to our hosting company and ban IPs from certain parts of the globe. I've already been um, sort of working on it behind the scenes but yeah we don't have all and that's a little bit easier than like yet. making our podcast better it's it's easier to destroy sure, that's other people yeah yeah than that's to totally improve fair. our own shit yeah. you know yeah it's sort of how i deal with everything in my life i'll just sort of ridicule others instead of work on myself Ooh, aim yeah. my anger that i don't like me towards others so that i feel better about mm-hmm. me and stuff like that so that's what i'll be doing i'll be destroying others <laughs> while building myself up that is a if that makes sense that is a super two white guy reaction action i love it yeah. <laughs> you let's get just it break it let's yeah. just break you it, it. <laughs> yeah independence day style yeah why not <laughs> um all right we got some questions from people Woo. i should say this is if i were you the only advice show on the web hosted by me and jake i'm amir i am jake and uh i searched some for some questions in the D&D universe since, Ooh. you know, usually we just have Jake on and he's sort of new to the whole thing. He doesn't quite get it. I don't know what your D&D background is, Jasper. Are you sort of um, are you Jasper, new to the whole Jasper's game or are you DM. playing for like, he an knows, entire... 
Uh, yeah, you get it. I, I DM. I DM. I would say that it's like I am. I am nowhere near uh, like a Jeremy Crawford, like the guy who made it. But like I'm, you know, I'm I'm a good level. You know, I'm like in and around like Murph. You know, from Nadpod. Oh, that's pretty good. Nat, wow. uh, like, how long have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing for like three years now, three four years. Like properly, kind of like I feel like I played as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I played like as a very young kid, and, like my friend's dad DM'd for us, and I was like, "This is kind of horrible. Wow. Like, I don't enjoy this." <laughs> like, I was, I was playing this like. Well, he was a super railroady DM, you know. Yeah, like it's it's not. I was like, "This is like I, I want to like this bugbear sounds fun. Like, I want to make friends with him. Why do I have to kill it? Like, this is. <laughs> and I have like two spell slots, and then after that, I just died. And I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, I don't wow, feel this... cool, like a cool mage or whatever. I feel like a loser. Was this also in Manchester? Uh, this was, no, this was down where I come from. Like, I come from, like, like further south in the UK. So, uh, like, in between London and Brighton. I feel like that's probably the best description for uh, any wow. American listeners. If there's any UK listeners who know the geography, I'm from Horsham. So, mm. and you're go. a you're a you're a side uh, Brighton and Hope Albion fan, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. So, because that's like my uh, they I lived in Brighton for a little while, and they're also a very they're very good very good club. So um, that's something we can agree, agree on. I like Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Brighton's fun. good. Brighton is very good. Much better than Spurs. Sorry, the question was. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> we'll we see. have to we'll get this sorry, guy. Hold on, I feel like I'm getting <laughs> no, steamrolled here. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not. You're not, not really. Not. Just, yeah, just, right. uh, not like, just like. <laughs> Just I'll, jabbed I'll, in the face real fast, and we're moving yeah. on. <laughs> like, all I, you're saying is that you know about a city, so okay. like I think we're done with that yeah. part of the conversation. Well, Jasper said that my favorite team was bad, but I forget <laughs> because they are okay. Anyway, go ahead. Right, sorry. Okay. Wait, hold on. Uh, we're, we're moving on again. <laughs> we need a dude's name. This this D and D fan. What can we call this guy? Um, it should be something British, shouldn't it? Uh, That's right. Uh, Eric Kane. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, okay. <laughs> how about um, Rupert? We can call him good. Rupert Dragon because it's a D&D question. That's nice. good. Right. I have a fairly nerdy question that I think you guys can help out with. I know Jake's been playing D&D and even got Amir to come on NADPOD once. Uh, I've been playing for a few years myself now, but here's the conundrum. I play D&D every other Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, Saturdays from 3 p.m. until 1 a.m. Wow. And now I even have a game on Friday night. Do you think this is too much? Sounds I like a footballer. <laughs> I felt recently that I haven't been... Uh, as excited for each game as I was originally, and I think I should stop playing so often. Please give me advice. I'm a 27-year-old male and recently married. Thank you, guys. Love you both. Sincerely, Rupert Dragon. All right, RD. Rupert Dragon. Uh, You need to check in with your partner, I think, first of all, because I think they'll be able to give you a pretty clear indication of whether you play too much. (laughs) I feel like that's a good place That's our decision to make. Yeah, we'll be able to tell them. Wait. Point blank. The the spouse will be too polite, too nice, too honest. Sure. I don't know. Um, At this point, she really might. She really might say, uh, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough now. <laughs> How often do you guys play? Um, I, I mean, I think is I do understand where Rupert is coming from because I definitely, it's very easy to just be like, oh yeah, like when you, especially when you first start, it's like, oh yeah, you're playing and you're playing and you're DMing and you want to DM now. And like, cause what, one thing that tends to happen quite a lot is like, if you start DMing and you bring new people in, they then eventually after like a few months want to like, oh, they're like, oh, I want to now DM. So like it kind of gets into a thing. So I, I sympathize with Rupert's position here as well. Cause it kind of gets a bit hard to say, 
no, I don't want to play in your game, but keep coming and playing in my game. Like, I that's, see. Oh, I so, see. Do you know what I mean? So it does build very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand the sensation, because like now I have like a whole podcast around Dungeons and Dragons and kind of uh and so we play on that and uh as a part of that and I have like two other games so I think I play wow three times a week um and how does that feel do you feel like you have an insatiable appetite where you're like I could easily play seven times a week or were you are you like no three is fine and plenty I think if I wasn't on zoom I would I feel like zoom is definitely killed a little bit of the just because like lag you know, just really mm, yeah. takes away from the experience of playing and kind of, it's about like getting together with your friends and having some beers and do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, you know, or, or whatever. And, and then like all, you know, a bunch of dudes around a table crying because like their favorite NPC died. It doesn't feel the same <laughs> on Zoom. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a little bit of, uh, there's definitely a little bit of the, of the like, oh, okay. I've got a. I think I DM more than I play as well. Playing is easier because you just kind of turn up and you're like, "Hey, yeah, let's do it." But I mean, it, this guy, I think this guy is insinuating. He probably. I'm assuming he DMs some of these games. Uh, mm. It can be a little like, "Okay, right, I've got a plan. They're going to this city I mean, now." Geez, but they've... DMing, DMing even two games sounds insane to me. That's so yeah, much I, to keep track of. Yeah, I DM three. That's um, fucking crazy. That yeah, sounds so hard. It's it's like it's like you do you fully get confused. You're like you're like oh you were in this city and they're like no 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 we're over here and I'm like oh I mean yeah. I knew that it's just you start that doing like uh, the voice of an NPC that's in another campaign. Yeah 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 like stuff like that happens all the time all the time and they don't know about each other either. It's a secret life that you're leading. Like, yeah, what are you talking about we're not there. I, oh no, I swear, and you're hiding like lipstick on your shirt or something. Yeah like yeah, or like I reveal like, Mrs. Doubtfire situation. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, hello there. Um, That's what you sound like. Why are you I in just... full drag? <laughs> <laughs> You're running back and forth because both wanted to play on Friday night. You're also yeah. nannying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, that, that scene uh, is my favorite Mrs. Doubtfire quote ever, which is when he looks over because the guy's choking and just goes, I've killed the bastard. And then just... <laughs> It's so funny. It's it's so funny. Like, uh, Wasn't Mrs. Doubtfire British? If you think about it, yeah, like, Mrs. Doubtfire as a British, character yeah. is, a, is British. Yeah, uh, very good British accent. Um, <laughs> uh, how? I don't know, did you go to school with her? Or like, yeah, 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 <laughs> Mrs., I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew Mrs. Doubtfire. So uh, it's, yeah. uh, we go way back. She actually babysitted together. me when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I imagine going that's to really cool. school with Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, how old am I? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about like what I could do s- this much. Like when you says Saturday from 3 p.m. to 1 a.m., that seems crazy to me. But then right. it's like, I guess I can watch football that many hours a day on Saturdays. But then I also right. don't watch it on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm. So and that's all if they're like good like games. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like even with football, like watching, you kind of like if it's like a bad game or it's just like you're yeah, like, oh, it, you got to check know. out a little bit. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like especially if you're getting to a point where you're no longer kind of getting hyped for the game, like for to play with your friends and stuff, then like yeah. maybe is a is a time to. We did something recently, uh, which I would 
it, it, it's, it was a fun thing. Like, not all of our players could make it for a session. So we just, like, hung out on Zoom. And we were like, oh, yeah, we're all just, like, friends. We're not, like, a a, a dwarf named Azarelagov and, uh, and uh, you know, a, a, a minotaur <laughs> called Mr. Mash. It's stupid. That's I know, nice. But that's, you know. Yeah. Mr. Mash is a good name. Mr. Mash, yeah. I thought you might like that's that, good. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about getting rid of one of these days and seeing how it does for you? I mean, if you're Ooh. truly concerned, knock off this Thursday one. Or actually, it's the Wednesday one. Then you got the every other Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. That's three days a week. That's There's space. Fine. There's space yeah. in between now. Yeah. It's so the Wednesday one. That seems pretty unnecessary. So mm-hmm. call up those Wednesday friends and just say, no more. I'm out. Bye-bye. Yeah. Just leave it. Um. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want it to become like you said. Uh, feel like a chore. Like you know, yeah. the less you play it, the more of a reward it feels like when you do, and you'll appreciate it more. I think. Yeah, right. I think you'd appreciate it more for sure. Um, um, it's also a lot of hours. Like that's a lot of hours per week. That's like a job. Yeah, because the other sessions like, are probably going to be like he's three DMing, hours. He's he's also spending planning. time planning. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, that's a lot of D and D time. It's a lot of D&D. And what about, what about sessions? Like, how long are your sessions lasting? Can you go... He's talking about Saturdays from 3 to 1. That's that a 10-hour. 10 hours? 10 hours? That's a 10-hour. That's a that seems a little long. Jeez. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is that normal? Um, that's yeah, long for like, once a week. That's fucking Yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. For once a week. Whoever DMs that session. If Rupert Dragon is DMing that session, then sweet jeez. That's, yeah. like, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I mean, like, like, I think the the idea of like a marathon session, like a twelve hour session, sounds fun, but not no, not, not not recurring. I could like, yeah. I like the idea of like going to a cabin or something with people and just like getting drunk, playing D anD D all weekend. That seems great. I, I could binge it, but I couldn't binge it continually. Yeah, that's what it's about, though. That's what it like used to be, because like used to be like you know, like kids, you you get like one Sunday like a month and you'd all mm-hmm. get around like go around someone's house and like find like a basement or something and just play for like 12 hours or something that's yeah. like that's what you would do but i feel like as a yeah it's that's a lot man that's a lot give yourself a break <laughs> on those wednesdays speaking of break let's take a break and we'll come back and answer some more cues with jasper hey. great transition this HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. <laughs> one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness yeah it's more of a fitness yeah. nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain thanks folks thanks squarespace and we're back uh jasper do you have any uh makes me laugh uh yeah i do i do uh so i've got this uh i've got this like theory i'm not like a spiritual person by any means uh i don't kind of go in for a lot of that but i do have this thing of like putting stuff out into the universe but i think the reason i believe in this is because i think it does something to you mentally which i think is useful Mm. so like i don't think that the universe gives anything back if you're like hey you're a good person and you want something i don't i don't really think that there's like a rhyme or reason to it but I've had a lot of instances in my life where, like, I've said something and then, like, years later, I've, like, got the exact thing that I was after, which sounds, like, crazy. But it was, like, a lot of hard work, and, you know what I mean, to get there. Right. So my thing is, like, I think what it does is, like, I'll use an example. I, I, did, a, I did a show called Warhorse, which was, like, one of my favorite shows when I was, like, uh, first started going to the theater and stuff. And uh, when I left drama school, I was like, I want to be in Warhorse. It's like the one show I really want to be in or when I was in drama school and forgot about it. A couple of years later, I auditioned for it and I got it. And the, the, what I think it does is like when you get in the room and because you've had it in your head for like years, I think it gives you like the extra 10%, you know, it gives mm. you like that little extra edge to just push 
through a, a kind of barrier or whatever and, and go that little bit further. So yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't. I think it does something mentally as opposed to like manifesting anything in like destiny. To, I right. think, yeah, I'm a big fan of like visualization because i think that like it doesn't Ooh. actually like it's not it doesn't create like a it's not like a wish and then the universe gives it to you but i think that like it plants it firmly in your subconscious and even when yes. you're not actively thinking about these things it's like a part of your being so you're, and you're like, like still working towards it right like totally, all the time yeah. kind of like subconsciously you're kind of working and then towards it. and then just like you said like when the opportunity actually presents itself there's like that recall there's like there's a spark that's already there you don't have to find it from nothing Yes. Yes. For me, it's the opposite. Like, if I put it in in the universe that I really wanted Warhorse, and I finally got to audition, I'd be like, "Shit, I wanted this this whole my whole life, and now I'm kind of freaking out." All right, I'm ready to read. Hit it, and there's like no pianist. And it's like, "Sorry, we like need you to prepare a monologue." And you're like, "I'm a little Warhorse. No one likes me now." How do you know that number? That was like, that's yeah. really that have one, you see the that show? One is, a yeah, single tear so. rolling down the <laughs> casting director's eye. <laughs> it was beautiful. The director just starts throwing up in the corner. Oh no. <laughs> it's too he has good. food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Ignore him. He he's really enjoying it. <laughs> I remember Warhorse was it was like famous for a spell but is that the yeah one that like was the gi- it was like a giant actual horse on stage or it, something it like came that? to the states at one point and yes it was, it was a, a big deal yeah because it had like the big animatronic horse over here it's, well remember. yeah it's it's not animatronic it's like three dudes inside the horse and they make right, all the like noises a, and stuff and that's uh, crazy is that what it people is? ride around on it it's did it's, you ride around I'd love on to it? read for the horse's ass <laughs> i did that's possible yeah the hind the hind yeah 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 you got you to be you got to be shorter to be the hind though i can yeah i can sort of crouch if you want me to be the ass of the horse for war horse <laughs> yeah and that... did he have to do anything or did he just have to just sort <laughs> of, of walk it's... around as of course he had to do stuff it's pretty hard like yeah because i like i like sit on the cage so like i ride like you know the people ride the oh horse. you're riding on the yeah horse. yeah so it's like basically the horse itself weighs something like 10 stone uh, or 11 stone i think it is like the frame of the horse and then someone gets on top so that's like another we had to be like um, we had to be under 12 stone the whole time yeah. like we uh, sorry, a stone, stone is a, it's, a, it's around 60 to 100 pounds oh no, yeah sorry yeah. uh Wait, yes it's not like a specific unit of measurement it's just like yeah roughly 60 it's how like, much does a stone weigh you know? it's like yeah. 14 pounds a stone i think okay you're way off <laughs> all right cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 60 i mean jesus christ i think he's also said 200 many orders of magnitude there's somewhere in there i I just want everyone to know that i wasn't i just want everyone to know that i wasn't trying okay i was (laughs) (laughs) it feels like this could easily yeah get away i felt like i judged you more for not trying like it would have been nice for you to at least try (laughs) okay actually yeah i I feel like everyone should know that i tried really hard and these guys are making fun of me for being a little stupid thank you for trying jake how you do you try. audition to be the ass of the horse? Like, is that guy a, is that guy an actor? <laughs> or he's more of like a dancer. By the way, Jasper, Jasper pitched like fucking believing in yourself and visualizing <laughs> and dreaming big and going and for your goals. And how your follow-up follow is how do you be, be the ass of the horse? horse. Jasper told a beautiful story about how he fucking achieved his dreams. <laughs> Did he have you to said, like move the tail? No, 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 Jake. Uh, this is my dream. This is my dream. Right now, being asked about the ass of the horse by Amir Blumenfeld. That's yeah. what I want. When That's you booked that role, did you imagine that someday you'd be doing an interview and someone would ask you about becoming the ass of the horse? Like, I was, are I you was... just a, a dancer at that point? Or like, um, or does, can that guy sing and 
dance to if he's just the ass of the horse or is it like a different skill <laughs> The ass set? of the horse can actually sing and dance better than anybody on stage and no one knows I it. I tell you, the, the, hind, the hind of the horse or the ass of the horse uh, is one of the, one of the toughest roles. Like it's, it was like, because you'd get like dragged around stage like fully dragged around stage like yeah. uh, cuz you're like strapped into this thing yeah. it's like you're wearing I like a metal back core strength it is a workout it's my my friend uh my friend lucas he played uh he was in it with me we actually trained together at drama school as well and then like our first big gig outside drama school we were like hey you're the ass of the horse and i'm gonna sit on you cool yeah (laughs) what about you what did you get i got the lead how about yourself i'm the uh the uh what's it called the ass ass. the the horse's ass for it it's so cool we do tea or some shit (laughs) i want to pick your brain about how you get to be on top of the horse and not the anus of the war horse <laughs> i am actually drafting an email right now to the casting director just uh for uh, attention for casting director a submission for amir blumenfeld uh, to play the ass of the horse is there uh, acting to be done in the horse well you got like... you got to make a, like a lot of sounds like there's a lot of oh, um vocalizations that you have to do um, at one point the horse farts right i, mean, I think i'm remembering <laughs> no. that correct yeah yeah the yeah ass the horse... has to sort of do that yeah yeah the horse definitely <laughs> Definitely has to has to do the uh, the uh, those, um, but uh, the the vocalizations were pretty pretty impressive actually because you do it like all in the in breath and stuff. It's, it's you know it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Wow! Right? And three people working together. Yeah, well, because actually, fun fact. So there's a guy on the outside who holds the head, and then you've got someone in the middle and someone in the back, and then uh, sorry, the someone ass, in the yeah. ass. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but the uh, the ho- a horse has a lung capacity of three people, so uh, it always started that the head would start the kind of the the neigh or the whinny, uh, whatever it was, and then it would work its way down. But it would be like a similar kind of resonant sound to a horse, pure wow. because it's. It's about three people worth of Whoa. worth of noise, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is and, cool. And now here we are, just fucking Jake being so rude about like, is it? Does it fart? Like, I don't know no, why you were so rude. Like, I I'm, honest, I'm crying. It's an masterpiece. Like, it is an masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we got um, we got some um, question not necessarily related to Dungeons and Dragons, but rather about birthdays. Mm-hmm. Something we all got. Right, Jasper. When's your birthday? Just so I know, I, I, I can don't visualize have a, it. Have a birthday. It's in January. Uh, it's on January the eleventh. So, wow, dangerously close to mine. Is it dangerously close? Yeah, I was. I'm a one eighteen baby. One eighteen. Oh yeah. Sorry, you do your birth your days the other way around. It's super confusing. By oh, yeah. the way, mm, why would yeah. you put month first? It makes no sense. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. Because like when you say like I was like when I say like April fifth, I have to say four five. It just makes more sense that way because I'm saying April fifth, so it's like fourth month, fifth day. What you guys do is actually so ass backwards. I'm starting <laughs> to keep bringing it back to the ass. <laughs> Leave my ass out of this, please. Um, all right, here we I've go. I've become so conscious of saying the word ass now because obviously I say ass and you're like ass. And like, I <laughs> yeah, feel yeah. so weird saying it now. Like, I've heard it too many times. Are you saying times. arse or is that a different word arse. entirely? Yeah, arse. But, no, arse. But is are, like, you, are you saying the R or is that a different word? Oh, I guess that is, technically it's spelled differently. Yeah, it would be A-R-S-E as opposed to A-S-S, which is ass, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're so different, you and I. You're just so different, but yet the same. <laughs> God, it's so cool that we can still get along. Despite... So, isn't Arsenal like arse anal? 
Oh, that's pretty that's, good, Jake. That's good. Uh, that's there a is, really good uh, dig. Okay. Should, there yeah. is there is no Your team is arse mate. Nice. <laughs> you have we got well, him. Your crest is a chicken standing on a board. Enough. So shut enough. Up. enough. <laughs> Careful. We have a cannon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they, God, I I do I love Tottenham, but their their logo is so abysmally bad. It's <laughs> It's a chicken standing on a volleyball. I don't know why. It really is. It really is. And I is. looked at it since like it's fucking incept. Like it's never ever been good because like nope. they their redesign is very bad, but it's also been bad from the jump. make it a dragon or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like do something with it. Yeah. Like or a spur. That spurs are cool. Hot spur. Yeah. Maybe what a does bit it have American to do though. with the chicken? Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Too American. Okay. Too American. I pledge allegiance to the flag. The United States <laughs> yeah. God okay, go save our career. <laughs> <laughs> All right, knock it off, you guys. Stop pledging allegiances <laughs> to your various countries. Um, okay, uh, we need a lady's name for this question. Um, again, not necessarily British, but you can go British with it. Uh, any context to the from the message? Uh, She's from Seattle. <laughs> she was born on Election Day. Election Electra. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Cool. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. <laughs> yes, very specifically. Uh, I'm a 24-year-old from Seattle, writes Carmen Electra. My birthday was on election day, uh, and my best friend didn't wish me a happy birthday. She's not really on social media, so she doesn't have that as a reminder. And I know we all collectively uh, got distracted with the election. Am I petty or self-centered for being a little upset? Should I say something or go against my Scorpio nature and just let it go? Have any of you guys uh, had your supposed best friend forgotten your birthday? And if so, how did you react? Is this a sign that we're not really good friends after all? Wow. Have you guys ever forgotten each other's birthdays? I feel like that's the question I'd ask. No. No, we're usually together enough to like, you know, that that it's that day. We definitely, um, we like make a big deal out of each other's birthdays. Like, it's like a fucking full week blowout. Like, I'll yeah. throw Jake like a sweet 16 style, style. week long quinceanera meets bar mitzvah almost <laughs> every every birthday. At my Hell 34th, yeah. I think Lil Wayne performed and you got me a Ferrari. I, I got you the deluxe package. Yeah, deluxe. I, went, I went completely ham. And I, I am got you everything so glad I told I... you when my birthday was. This <laughs> is For the 37th, we did a cruise around the Virgin yeah. Islands. Jasper, you know. With those. Terry Cruz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> Terry Cruz. <laughs> he was strapped to the front of the boat like a, one of those figureheads. <laughs> Just a big buff right. figurehead of the boat. <laughs> we, did, we took Titanic style photos with terry yeah <laughs> terry was the mermaid at the front of the boat you and i we all had crew cut too so it's crew <laughs> cruise cruise and cruise even the crew had a crew cut which yeah. is fun to see um but are you guys good with birthdays do you i remember when facebook was more prevalent it would remind everybody like mm. jasper do you remember your friend's birthdays or you need you need the social media reminder yeah i feel like uh that is a tricky one because i think that people we've become reliant on the social media reminder like i don't think it's something that i've consciously not paid attention to but like now i'm like i know that something will remind me of your birthday so i so like something i can like i can make space for my in my brain you know yeah. on the, the the folder labeled birthdays i can just chuck out because i've got a thing that will tell me now exactly i can remind remind remember other things now yeah um mm. so i i guess that's tricky yeah because you you'd uh 
if you're reliant on the the notification, all the notifications that day would have just been like, you know, let's not let's let's do this, let's not do another four years or what? Do you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have yeah. been like. Uh, I feel like birthday notification that day was going to the bottom of the list. However, yeah. if it's best friend, surely, I mean you do something or you know you'd get them a present or uh yeah best friend is like that's a that's almost like one of the biggest days of the year for that best yeah. friendship it's like your birthday my birthday we remember that because no one else is doing the 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 birthday do you know what i mean like best friends yeah. are in charge of organizing the birthday yeah that's that's almost honestly the biggest most important role of the best friend otherwise yeah. you're almost not the best friend you're just a friend so maybe your best friend didn't wish you a happy birthday because they're not your best friend. I mean, maybe someone else. Maybe someone the election, else. the election this year was a pretty big deal. Like, it was a very that big was deal. Like four years leading up to this one day where we hoped to reverse course and save America. So it does stand to reason. Maybe a day late of a birthday celebration, but to completely forget mm. that's, a, that's a tough pill to swallow. I mean, I even I was the, watching the election over here over exactly. the pond. Over yeah, I watched but every at this minute. Point, it's been it's nine. It, sorry, it's how many months has it been? It, that was in November, November ninth, November seventh. Yeah, something like that. So um, six months, something like that. It feels like I, I don't blame this person for being upset and wanting to say something, but I feel Ooh. like it's it's lingered too long at this point. Like you had your the window, I feel like is closed, right? It doesn't open again until your next birthday. And then if they say something, it's like, oh, great. Glad you wished me a happy birthday this year. You know, then you could say something really passive aggressive. Yeah. Because last year was Biden this and Trump that. Mm -hmm. Why we didn't celebrate at all. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, I agree with Jake. I think it's gone. It's too, it's a bit too past the date now. I think it would be a, it's, you could maybe, I don't know, if you have any French in your family, you could go for like a demi birthday. You could bring that oh. up. You know, but like, oh, today's my demi birthday, like my demi fet, I think is something they call it in France. Demi fet. Uh, it's something I'm going to get absolutely lampooned by French people birthday. now. Like, that's not what we, yeah, it's, it's your half birthday. So it's like, but they, like, I think in France, they actually celebrate it. They actually do presents and it's not like as big as your actual birthday, but they do like. Wow give gifts and stuff so maybe you could say hey it's my demi birthday today like do you remember what was six months ago today <laughs> and they'll be like the election and then you can just oh, okay fine <laughs> <I tried. laughs> you're clearly never gonna be able able to get past it yeah, yeah if it's yeah if it's a big deal if it's been on your mind for six months then uh i feel like you gotta say something but maybe, yeah. maybe you think about your half birthday it's july 11th yeah that day happens are you like oh today's my half birthday or you've never thought about that i don't think i have just i'm quite happy with where my birthday is like i always quite liked it because i feel like you usually get a lot of stuff and i'm like you're just unlabored with any fuss being made during the summer you can just enjoy your summer um yeah. i don't like the idea of having a summer birthday i feel like it would be uh, I don't know. get like, lost in the shuffle. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I hate birthdays. I'm like, I'd rather just someone just, let's just ignore my birthday completely. Like, oh, really? leave a present on my doorstep if you want. I but see. Like, so you don't like the texts all day saying, hey, happy birthday, I'm, It's It's fine, but I haven't spoken to you in four years. Like, thanks yeah. for the well wishes, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave but, me alone again. <laughs> please, thank you. <laughs> and, like, don't even get me started on cards. I hate cards. Like, <laughs> I feel actively offended by cards. 
So you get a card for your birthday. That's a that's a black sign of death. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. A I, horse's ass to you. Yes, yeah, yeah. I send them a horse's ass in response. In response actually, is what I do. <laughs> Godfather style. Yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. waking up with a horse's head in their bed, it's just the anus horse of the horse just, just, next to their pillow. The sphincter of the horse. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's take another break. We got one last D&D question that I wanted to ask you guys. Um, we'll come back right after these messages. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had no joke over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that i did not need that's amazing did not that's need. amazing that's so uh, much cash i was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that i accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when i bark was high box. yeah bark yeah, box it came with the condos yes. dozens of them a month mm-hmm. and i said you know what let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I had the weirdest moment earlier. Uh, this was So I was down in London. I was getting some new headshots done today. Uh, oh. And um, I was wearing this jumper and it was exactly that weather that you mentioned i happened to just click on an old episode and it was literally exactly that shit weather in between being like uh like too hot for like uh too too cold to not have a jumper on but too hot to like have the jumper on and i'm not kidding i had it tied around my waist as jake was like these fucking dweebs who tied around their waist and i immediately (laughs) even though jake couldn't see me i took it off and like stuffed it in my bag i was like all right okay cool It was so funny. It was that so critique didn't apply to you. I'm sure you could pull he called it off. you out by name too. Yeah, it, it felt like it. It really felt like it. I was like, this is so oddly specific. I clicked on a random episode, and this is what's happened. Moment. Like it felt so weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's that pretty good weather for London. And then, but yeah, but then you started talking about Fahrenheit, which again made me angry about measurement systems again because <laughs> Fahrenheit is even more stupid than anything else I've previously yeah. mentioned. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit and stones. Feet. Fahrenheit and feet is bad. They're they're both bad. <clears throat> 
Yeah, Stone is also bad. I will give you Stone is bad. Uh, thank you. <laughs> We'll take it. Let's it, draft units of measurements so it's you can not as remove good. stones. It's, it's not I'll as get bad. rid of Fahrenheit. Yes, please. Please do. I like Fahrenheit because it, it's almost like on a scale of 1 to 100, how cold is it outside? Sorry, how hot is it outside? But, mm. I, uh, but, isn't, but, is, but like 30 is cold, right? Yeah, 30 but is But 60 is hot. <laughs> 60 is not that hot. 60 is like fine. Okay, 60 is fine. what you felt today. Okay, okay, okay. So what's like 80. Oh, nobody knows. That's the craziest thing. It's so weird. If it's 80, no, some 80 people is, are wearing parkas. Some people are wearing t-shirts. No, it throws is, off the entire is, system. It's July. Everybody's at the beach. You're you're hot. 80's hot. Okay. And so what's like ridiculous? Like 120? Yeah. 120 <laughs> good, is like yeah. you can't go outside. Yeah. Okay. It's Las Vegas. It's the desert. It's yeah. August. It, it's burning you. It's too hot. <laughs> okay okay i did and australia I think those are all the temperatures there are yeah yeah that's all of them <laughs> but then they meet up celsius and fahrenheit meet up like at minus whatever it was you were saying i was like how the because i had to sit and google that for like 10 minutes so i was like this is so right. dumb they match each other at like minus 34 they become that's... one magical unit of measurement where everybody's freezing their arse off yes nice. thank you Thank you. I think um, you should do this next segment it, both with British accents. <laughs> and hope nobody Oh, hello. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Why do you always go high-pitched when you do a British... Oh, hello. <laughs> we have to be royal. Children. <laughs> Children. Gather round. Gather round. <laughs> Whenever we did shows in England, everyone said the same thing, which is like, wow, I didn't realize how American you guys sounded until I talked to you in real life. For whatever reason... And it was like from independent people in different cities, like this sentiment was universal that we sound more American in person yeah. versus over the podcast. And sometimes people would be off put by it. Like, yeah, but I was looking I, forward I, to yeah. meeting you, but you sound pretty American. That's, that's, I mean, that's fair. Not that they're off put. That's, that's rude. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like, imagine that. Yeah, that's fair criticism. <laughs> Too American. <laughs> Horrible. But like, I do feel like I put on, I definitely have a podcast voice, which maybe mm. is a less, a slightly less extreme American mm. when, than when you're just like excitable, happy yourselves, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. like out and about. Maybe it's a slightly different version. Interesting. Yeah. So they're because I feel like to like our, our hangout. <laughs> voice yeah yeah because my, my hangout voice is definitely a bit more like slangy than it than this you know this mm. is quite like oh we can go slangy let's pretend we're like in a guy Ritchie film for this part so it's like <laughs> that is mate yeah. like we got all one last all right hey, governor yeah fucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hell up the apples and pears come on in <laughs> wait, wait. that's pretty good that's what you gotta do you gotta do the wait wait yeah you gotta do the jason statham uh what <laughs> <laughs> that's really good it's a good place to start the <laughs> my favorite part uh, in the, the film the meg they zoom in on his face and he just goes what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> it's so weird well he's that's a, in his contract he gets one what per film at least one at what least. a film yeah um all right one last question about dungeons and dragons yes why not um one last fake name to give this guy we got to preserve one more person's anonymity jasper what you got um one more dungeons and dragons question let's go for a sealed door yeah we'll go for a sealed door <laughs> uh, is that like a door that's sealed or like that's oh no no a sealed door is the name of an elf in lord of the rings got yes it. got it's it. actually i believe it's a sealed door's sword that was broken and reforged uh by aragorn is right is that right oh yeah no maybe a sealed door isn't human then oh man this is bad this is a bad is uh, it a sealed door? 
let's let's yeah i, I don't i'm not actually sure uh um, the blade that is broken has been reforged it that's been really reforged. good yeah Isn't there it? we go uh and yeah. Um, all right. A sealed door writes day one listener, first time writer. I'm having Dungeons and Dragons issue. And I know Jake has become a super fan. So my question is, I have a player in my game who won't stop making his characters already made fictional characters from various games and movies. And frankly, neither the players nor am I are happy about it. We have brought this up multiple occasions, but every time he we do, he throws a little tantrum. We don't want to ask him to leave our group. But this is getting absurd. What would you do? Regards. Else. Sealed door. Sealed door. <laughs> I, I feel even worse now that I've called this person a sealed door because that is a real, <laughs> a real like a character from a fiction as well. But they That's they right. probably hate this you name as well. <laughs> <laughs> is this frowned upon? Is this a common thing where it's like you can't just say your name is fucking Frodo that already exists? Um, it's it's ha- like a lot of first characters tend to be just because it's like a bit easier to like get into character and to kind of like know what you're kind of doing with and you like you get less concerned about like the rules of the game because you're just like oh what powers or whatever do they have I can just base it around that and so it's a little less yeah. like intimidating I think for like new players but even then normally you'd like change the name a little bit or make up your own backstory or something so it's kind of extreme to like. If you're just constantly making characters that are just other movie character, like other yeah. like, franchise characters, it's hard to it's hard to stay in the game if you're like you're mm. going through a dungeon and somebody's just like, I have to get back to the Shire <laughs> the whole time, or just yeah. constantly yelling, "Still only counts as still only counts as one." Like, oh, okay, we get it, cool, cool, cool that's your catchphrase, yeah, 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 cool, cool, gambling now, cool, 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 cool. But isn't isn't it still playing the game because it's like that character wouldn't be in this universe? I don't know. It doesn't feel like that big of a deal to me, but I've never played. I think it's I think it's more to Jake's point. It's a little <clears throat> distracting, I think, for like everyone. If you're sort of really hamming like a particular character, you're not really like in the moment living with it, just like going along. Like if you, when you did like a like a Jake and Amir sketch, just picked a different comedian to be, mm. you know, you just did Kevin Hart that day, That's you know, cool. and no matter what Jake gave you, you were just like. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, whoa, okay, this is not what we, you know, this isn't the the world. This is what we signed up for. Yeah. Although so. Jake and Kevin Hart sounds pretty funny, actually. If we can be, pitch I'd watch as, the like, hell out of that show. Successful. I mean, I would like just a be Mountain Dew ad or hanging onto like his that. coattails. That'd be incredible. I mean, what yeah. a ride! I would leave It'd you be behind rich. so fast, Ooh. so fucking fast. Understandable. Yeah, but it wouldn't be your friend. There's a friendship that we have and a built-in like chemistry yeah, you, that has to count for something you remember it, each other's birthdays and everything so yeah. i already forgot amir's birthday and i only know kevin hart's birthday <laughs> march 4th <laughs> i'll never forget <laughs> kevin hart's big day <laughs> sending him a card right now <laughs> for next year um so yeah have you ever steered a, a player um in one direction and he's like no i don't want to do that you have to let me play that also seems kind of lame as a yeah, I think that's where the issue would arise, out. right? Is that, that, that you would present a situ- scenario and the player... I, f- I get the opinion the player's a bit like, no, 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 that, like I wouldn't do this or that wouldn't happen because I can do this or because I'm this person. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's where it feels like a little limity for me, where like, yeah. you, you've got to be gracious at the table. I think be... you, you do have to be gracious at the table. I th- yeah. It feels like if you have this a character that exists as like a leaping off point, that's good. Mm. But if you're staying true, if you're playing in your at your friend's table and you're staying true to Gimli the entire time, <laughs> it seems like that's not that doesn't make for like good new role play. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It limits you in terms of the fun you could have. I feel like the advice I would give, if you're the DM, I would say, like, uh, try and find ways to interest them in, like, their own story. You mm. know? Like, give them, like, little hooks and things which are, like... You know, give them like almost like give them a new sit like backstory by like putting plot hooks and stuff that haven't happened to Gimli before. You know, right. like give Gimli like a like try and you know steer like a potential love interest or a fun NPC or something that they haven't partnered up with. Mm-hmm. So like see if they can get influenced by the world that they're that they're you know, and, and then if they're still, I mean. Or even like a magical weapon or something that could be like yeah, that's a what way think, to differentiate yeah. it right away. Like mm. somebody playing Gimli is like, I'm using a battle axe, and they're like, Well, here's a plus one magic sword that you just found. Gimli might Hell be yeah, like, Yeah, you got to use the um, button. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that one. <laughs> I'll I'll uh, still only counts as one. Yes, okay, cool. <laughs> you've got to toss me. <laughs> Yeah, kind of sounds fun, actually. We should we should all play as Gimli. We should do it. I actually. I don't. I don't. All Gimli. I don't know. Everyone is Gimli. I don't know about Lord of the Rings or like. Um, I feel kind of left out um, <laughs> when you guys talk about this kind of shit. So, um, okay. Um, I'm so sorry, Amir. Uh, Jesus, man. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's one apology, and I wish I. Could you're the host of the podcast. Of Just the breeze past it or change the subject. You're making it. You're like making a meal of this. It's. I'm. I'm crying now. Because I feel so bad that okay, I've Okay, that's good. And then, Jake, Amir. are you also, in terms of being sorry to I, make me feel other than? <laughs> the problem is, is that Jake emailed me before this. When he set this up, he said, look, I'm gonna, I'm getting you on to trial you as a replacement for Amir. So, really? Like, yeah. that was, I think, How would the it work? angle he was well, you going You guys for. would both know about Lord of the Rings. How would that work for podcast chemistry? <laughs> well, I, mean, I feel like people would tune in for our Gimli banter. Really? You know, like the two Gimli mm. bit? I think that'd be fun. That's funny. Everyone's a Gimli. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could two do Gimlis. It. That's a, that's. A good I could be a Gimli actually. Now that I think about it, really? Because you, you were just yeah. making me ap- apologize to you for not knowing well, which who character Gimli was. was he. <laughs> just tell me which one he is. And you then said I can you catch could do a. Or you said you could do a Gimli. You, just, you did say you could yes. do it. Hi, I'm Roger Gimli, attorney at law. <laughs> what are we doing here? Looking for a fucking ass a horse's ass <laughs> you're conflating it with an earlier part of the episode oh, really yeah fuck i have a migraine <laughs> of all things you know how annoying that is it's too many bits it's too many bits <laughs> i have a sinus headache <laughs> uh, all right listen to what these guys say they know what they're talking about i can't add any wisdom i'm sorry I, I fell short, but that's the whole point of having another D&D expert on. We can answer some of these questions. Hey, um, Jasper, tell us a little bit about your podcast. What's the, uh, what's the pitch here? Three Black Halflings, another yes. D&D podcast on the HeadGum Network. It is. It is indeed. Yeah. So we are, um, basically the idea came about when we realized that there's like, there's not like a whole lot of representation in uh, Dungeons and Dragons and in fantasy in general. Like you'd look at Lord of the Rings, for instance, it's, it's super yeah, white. No, there, it's, it's, it's pretty diverse because there's, oh, I'm trying to think there's, um, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, they're totally, let me, no, no, please. Elf. No, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I think Legolas is Asian, so. <laughs> <laughs> Gollum is from Poland, so that's like, <laughs> there's some Eastern European there. 
Uh, now, unfortunately, all the the Asian references are like just a homogenous group of bad guys that come in like halfway oh, through yeah, riding on big on. elephants. Yeah. That's uh, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, um, I started playing D anD D with my friend Jeremy, and we would spend like ages after we'd finished playing just talking afterwards about like the rules and stuff like this. And I was like, "Hey, we should get together and like talk about this." I'm like, "Do like do a podcast." And uh, we'd recently just started playing in a campaign that I was doing, and Jeremy was on the hunt for a fat, like character art for his character, like something of an approximation. He was playing a black halfling and just could not find any artwork of a black halfling anywhere, um, except for like a really old black and white photo, which was like some, it honestly looked like it was like out of some really inappropriate old like <laughs> handbook thing. They were like some halflings from a different planet, and like it was, oh, it's dear. uncomfortable to look look at like wow. the, the, this characterization so uh, that's kind of where like the 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 black halflings name came from and uh yeah we basically we dive into uh like diversity and and things like that in dungeons and dragons we talk a lot about uh like we do a lot of rules stuff as well um and just like how to make your game like richer do you know what i mean like introduce more elements than just like uh eurocentric stuff because you know we've seen it we've done it a lot you know so let's have cool stuff from africa and uh you know like uh, native uh, american stuff or or, uh, or asian like influences and things like that and uh we do a lot of, like safety tools as well like how to get around awkward stuff at the table and all that kind of thing but we recently the episode which i think will be out around this time uh we did a top five of our favorite marvel movies so we do a lot of nerdy stuff on there like we just mm. sort of break down a lot of nerdy stuff we we also weigh in on controversies so we were talking about ray fisher's uh complaints about joss whedon the other day we did the whole thing on that so you know it's a bit of something for everyone hopefully it's not just dungeons and dragons there cool so. what makes you think that dungeons and dragons fans are just comic book nerds that want to hear anything about marvel movies it's a totally different audience there's it's, no little to no crossover i think i would say there yeah you're probably right there isn't it's a terrible show and i don't know why you allowed it to be on your network <laughs> thank you thank you that's oh like if anything God. that's a reflection on you so. what, a, <laughs> what a mean question and what and how well it worked i can't believe it damn it damn it i exposed myself <laughs> <laughs> Please stop exposing yourself on the Zoom a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I also exposed myself. <laughs> this whole time. Uh, all right, sweet. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And yeah, for more of Jasper, check out his podcast, Three yeah. Black Halflings. Please do. Jake do was on a few episodes, correct? I was, yeah, uh, I was on an recently. episode, yeah, as Ooh. was Caldwell. So anybody anybody yes. that likes uh, NADPOD is going to, at the very least, like those two episodes. But I think you're going to like all of them. And also, we get yeah. so many questions about, like, um, I, we just asked, too, you know, like about D&D. And I feel like Jasper's pod- podcast is a very good resource for that stuff. Yeah, we can forward you all the D&D questions that we're not equipped to answer as well. Please, please do. Please do. We'll do an If I Were You section on Three Black Halflings. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That reminds me. We did. Uh, they played a game. Did I tell you this, Amir? Jasper made oh, a yeah. game where he was quizzing his co-hosts um, with a real line or a fake line from a Jake and Amir. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Jasper, do you have one of them? The uh, yeah, I still have them. I have them right here, actually. Uh, they're on my on my notes. So I I basically <clears throat> the idea was that uh, 
it's like a mini game type thing where you answer a bunch of questions and uh, try and uh, like it could be any question. So one some like one of the topics was like sports or football or whatever, uh, and then another one was Jake and Amir lines. Um, wow, finally something that I can do yeah. well in. It was like a, it was like Jeopardy me. categories. Me, <laughs> okay. Do you have some of those lines to see if uh, we can tell yes. if they're real or fake? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here they are. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I don't know which ones I didn't use, so I'll just go through some of these. Um, <clears throat> so winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh no, sorry. Winner, winner, chicken chinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, that one is for sure real. Yeah. <laughs> or I eat winners for breakfast. <laughs> I do remember Jake with a chin strap beard saying that first one. But winner, winner, people, chicken chinner. Yeah. Did people not know wh- which one was just stupid uh, enough to use? I think there's only one that actually got the we got the wrong way around. There's a bunch that I didn't use, so this will be mm-hmm. this is a this is a fun this is a fun use of stuff that I've that okay. I've already come up with. Uh, so, right, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, these cheese doors, I want one. <laughs> Uh, I will leave a door cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping, because the first one felt so stupid. I'm like, there's no way I ever said anything about doors and cheese. And then the next one was also about doors and cheese. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, I guess I definitely said one of these things, unfortunately. Uh, um, the second one I said? The the second one is the one that you said. Yeah, I will uh, I will leave a door cheese. Uh, and I think Jake, you explained this was it was it was a it was a play on uh, Arriva Dirty. <laughs> ah, like... Yes. <laughs> oh yes, I go Arriva door cheese. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the, this is that warhorse level shit where I'm talking about like highbrow, interesting commentary about yes, shit. Yes, so, like, that's this is it. Leaving is a it. door as cheese, it kind of almost almost makes me think about like what was going on in the world in like late 2000s, <laughs> where you're like pre-Obama, post John Kerry. <laughs> Reaganomics. In it's a way. Reaganomics. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, it all comes back to Reagan for us. Yeah. Uh, Amir, you're making me feel left out because I don't know what you're talking about. So if you could. Not <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Apologize. <yeah. laughs> you know, actually, this came about though because I was I was telling Jake that I found this. I've got this weird thing now on YouTube where your little Patreon clips that you put up, like those one minute things, oh, yeah, are like previews. Yeah, like super addictive. But like I've never list. I've never watched that much Jake and Amir, and I haven't. <laughs> like I don't even like. I'm not a patron, but yet I find myself on like a loop watching these one minute clips of scenes that i've never seen of just you reacting to and the scene like it's at so dumb that you've never seen like i'm like why am i still watching these videos i have no context for anything that's going on can we actually can you take that again where uh you say the same thing but then you say i'm a patron i'm a willing patron and i pay you guys actually i feel bad i'm gonna pay you guys 9.99 a month yeah i really get the enough. bang for my buck that's what you i uh, i put all of the money from uh three black halflings back into uh the jake and amir patreon <laughs> all right great we got it i'll just perfect. edit that in. yeah that sounds perfect I mean, uh, i've got, instead of I've got one song. more really i got one more good one which which actually okay. did get the wrong way around i think <clears throat> okay um so uh i'm crying tears of soy i'm beefing soy or <laughs> those are two different oh okay yeah, yeah. no no that's one yeah. Uh, yeah and then or uh oh soy me a river you beefy boy <laughs> 
<laughs> the second one is fake, but it easily could have been used. Yeah, I do remember when yeah. I was crying soy sauce for some reason on the show. <laughs> That's how salty my attitude was. I was literally having tears that was soy sauce. <laughs> in one episode and that's it in multiple episodes i think oh really i don't oh wait maybe you actually cry soy sauce in one episode (laughs) and then oh wait maybe the soy sauce thing was a callback to when you cry you say you're beefing yeah Yeah. that's what it is okay i think i I think for one year i was a kiko man so every time i would cry bleed come it would always be a soy sauce yeah yeah. (laughs) wow Wow. When, we talk, Even, when we talk about coming soy sauce, that's when the episode really has to end. <laughs> that's like that. That I, I, that's just painful. Like yeah. the the, yeah, the other salty, stuff. Yeah, that's sure. just, yeah. Crying is fine. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> tears are salty anyway. Yeah, it's the semen you want to get that. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just saying is all. Uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, the email address for everything is if I were you show segue. at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, opening I'm one remember that classic all. sting episode that sting <laughs> right. parody by matthew his closing one is by doug uh and all he wants to plug is his twitch which is d brights where he hangs out and streams video games every week so Ooh, like, if you like good. video games you might like doug yeah love doug and as Jasper told you, our Patreon, we're still making videos every week at patreon.com slash JA. And for more D&D love, check out Jasper's uh, three black halflings. On we Hedwig. have a Patreon too. Woo! Oh, you have a Patreon too. What's the yeah. URL for that? Uh, it's just uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash TB halflings. It's also where you can find us on all social medias as well if you want to follow us. T-Bingo halflings. Bingo. Bongo. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming by. Appreciate you. For you for making the time. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Woo! If I were you, 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 if I were you show, hosted by Jake and Amir, they'll answer your questions, take a seat, no need to fear. Yo, his name is Jake Hurwitz, in the brotherhood they call him her bitch. And he fucked his cousin at a house party The point is that he gets invited to house parties And he doesn't wear condoms But there's no question that's beyond him Some call him Game Boy or The Pinch No matter what the question, he will never flinch Huh? And next we got the chipmunk He's jerking off to a LeBron dunk I swear this dude lives in a goddamn willow tree It's the only place big enough to store all his turdies Yo But I gotta give him mad props Scarfing down some cock meat on Rosemary Fakash I guess it's time to toss it back to these two Jews That's right, I said it's time for If I Were You Huh? That was a HeadGum Original <laughs> <laughs>